times, but she um, she had a, when her best friend lived um, on off of Wonder on Wonderland. Oh, and in in the apartment where the murders happened, no. they right. used her apartment to shoot oh, the Val Kilmer movie. I do, I do remember. Like, why would you want? Like, eight people were murdered. Or was it eight? It was a lot. God, like a lot of people died. That a lot day. of people died. I mean, they were drug dealers, but still, they died. I wouldn't. And that's the apartment, like the haunted apartment. Oof. Oof. Randomness. Like, how? how I guess I mean, there's plenty of places that. Because I used to live, when I lived when I lived in San Diego, the, the Heaven's Gate Cult Group. Yeah. Was uh, in the town that I lived in. Oy. So the neighbors, because it's a very what to how to do kind of neighborhood they bought the neighbors bought up the house tore it down and built another one mm-hmm. so they could sell it yeah and not destroy their land value Oof. or property value as far as cults go they're probably the most fashionable they had the like the, the black white, sneakers the, the, the sneakers they had like the velour jumpsuits yep. <laughs> like it was a very shaved fashion. heads like the jamestown they weren't fashionable no, no jonestown jonestown sorry yeah. james well james jamestown, jamestown might have been a cult very, too they were <laughs> they might have been yeah. uh, there, any, any other cult groups that we can think of off the top of our head um besides the, trumpers the french davidians oh yeah mm. that, that was big i mean obviously coming from texas mm, yeah. that was insane i remember being at school and then all of a sudden, one of my friends coming out of the art room because there was a TV in there, and he just, he was like, they're burning it down. It was yeah. like, what? It was like, it's burning. The, I remember the, that. The compound. Yeah, I think, I the want, compound is burning. I want to say, I was in like the eighth grade, somewhere in that yeah. range. Because I remember I remember watching that on the news. It's the, the footage that they always show now, when they show it, is like the, the armored car going yep. through. Like, that's the one I, I remember. Yeah. This, this is a, what's his name? David Crush. Crush, the Crush one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Famously played by Tim Daly in the TV movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a recent movie. There's a lot more. Re- and the, well, the, older, the older one was, was better. Yeah, the older one was better. Yeah, and well, and there is there are two things. There was a there was like a mini series on Paramount Network, uh, and then around that time too, there was a a documentary. And now, granted, they're both skewed in two different ways, but coming from Texas. And living during that time, granted, I was younger. I was, I was about, I was like a freshman in high school when that happened. But uh, the, the, the recent movie, I think it was like Taylor Kitsch was in it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it really was making him out to be a good guy. Oh. And just misunderstood. I, re- I, I could only watch the first episode. I will, I will completely admit to only watching the first episode, but I was not the only person who, who found this to be true. Now, there, there are things that come to light. Like There are a lot of things that the government could have done a lot better that could have saved um, those, those women and children, mm-hmm. the other people in there. The fact of the matter is, is that David Koresh was sexually abusing women and children in there. That is truth mm-hmm. like that was happening and he was also stockpiling weapons illegally not just stockpiling them in general but also illegally he was breaking the law and he knew he was doing it and he was blatantly doing it so just he's not a good guy he was not a good guy no. so that that does not that does not mean that people deserve to die that way and that or that he deserved to die that way i'm just saying i do i don't didn't like a uh, this whole thing about like he's just a misunderstood type of thing. I was like, no, he's not. So is Ted Bundy. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, no, 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 no. But anyhow, but I, you know, I, I, I recognize my biases as well. 
Oh. Now I'm an old fogey, too. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that was 1993, as I... Mm -hmm. So there's also that the the other um, Netflix series that I forget the name of it. There's that Indian cult up in Oregon, from uh, Indian like not Native American, the man from India who started that cult. Oh yeah. Like oh. It, well, it's, his name is Osho now, but what was it before? It was some, uh, I don't remember. I watched it too. I can't remember. I can't think of the name of the series. It was on Netflix. Yeah, it was on Netflix. I'll 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 see it. It's basically like the love cult. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the thing is, is yeah. that kind of like with a lot of those things, like, and like with any religion or anything, it really is a great idea. Whatever it is, it's about love and it's about getting along with people and living as a community and you know helping each other out. And so it's this great idea. It's just that one person makes it about them and is like, your dependence is on me for your salvation and for finding this happiness. Yes, you can find it through everybody, through all these other things, but really it divinely comes through me. It's like a funnel through me then mm. out to everybody else. And when, it, and that's why I guess I don't like re organized religion in that sense, that I feel that everything is, is based on the individual. And once you p p start putting your power outside of somebody else, that's when you're gone. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, me. Tom Cruise oh. will get his reckoning. <laughs> yeah, does he know? I mean, come to think of it, it was like we have the what was it, Nixvin? Nixvin? Oh, n uh, the sex cult. Yeah, the sex cult. Oh yeah, oh. which I didn't even know of till till you told me I, about that last we, year. I think we went over in the pod. Well, I mean, no, Quickly. I think it might we might have just been talking offline through oh. text. About I think it was, yeah. Because Smallville actress uh, Amanda uh, Allison Mack. Yes. Was oh, it? Chloe. She was like the most wholesome person on the show. I know. Who knew? And she's. In tr she's, I think they're on trial right now. Yeah, yeah, she's under house arrest. Okay, but until the trial starts, so right. she's, she has, yeah, she can't leave her home. Mm. I think it's in like Connecticut or something like that. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. It was Wild Wild Country. Yes. Was the uh, was the one, and it was it's about um, it's about Guru. God damn it, his name is Osho now. But what was it? Ah. Uh, uh, Rajneesh. Ah. Uh, yes. Bhagwan, Bhagwan Rajneesh. Well, I have so, to yeah. now look this up because I did not know this where the episode. I don't know. Where, where we go? <laughs> and then the, with the, the sex cult, the rumor was that Kristen Crook, um, uh, Lana, mm -hmm. was the one who got Chloe into it. And, and she, then Lana was like, oh, this is getting weird. I'm out. Yeah. Kale, what is it? Kale, uh, Crook? Kiss, Kristen, Kristen Crook. Crook. Kristen Crook. Oh. And then, uh, oh, so episode 39. Yeah. I thought it was 38. Don't do this to me, man. Every week. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> I told you last week was the only one I was going to do 37 because it actually was, was 38. 37. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yep. Oh, well, this is Stacy, Nate, and Hugh mm -hmm. for new time listeners. Because it turns out we don't introduce ourselves enough. Oh, and we don't. That's a criticism we've received. It's just bad radio. You it have is to really. You're supposed to reset all the time. I know, but... No one's going to come into this halfway through and be like, oh, who are these people talking? That's a good point. So, we, don't, we don't have commercial breaks. And we usually lose people within the first 15 minutes anyway. Do so, we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. I bet we lost them all after that cult talk. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, no. People find our weird conversations somewhat interesting. Uninteresting? Interesting. Oh, okay. It's where we don't... I was like, oh, I did not expect us to go cult on, on the intro. Yeah. Oh, well. you, what were you guys talking about initially? I, <laughs> When we walked in here? Yeah. About, about weight. being weight of a freshman year. And somehow we go from weight to cult group. I don't know. Yeah. All right. 
it's it's really how life works anyway. Yeah. Like think about like times that you've been out with your friends and you you're like, oh yeah, we talked about this. How did you get there? You don't remember an entire conversation. Like how did date go? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it went fine. What'd you talk about? I don't know. It just felt good. <laughs> like whatever we talked about, we gelled on, you know, or it didn't go well. Are you speaking from experience now? Recent experience? Yeah. No. Okay. I was, I was getting hopeful that you actually had a, another date. No, I haven't had another date. Okay. I did have, I did have two dates the other, the other week. But... Oh, you had two? Yeah, I had two. Same different, guy? No, different guys. Ooh. Same time? No. I don't do that anymore. I don't have enough energy to date two two guys in one day. <laughs> I have done that several times. <laughs> that is a bit. I've done that once. Oh, it's exhausting. And you're just like, oh, no, no. yeah, no. It's like I can't. I need. I need to recover. It's, it's a lot of energy. Spent having a, a, a mild conversation about nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Yeah, and deciding. And actually, after basically the first three seconds. Going, yeah, now, and then realizing, oh god, I gotta spend like another hour with this person at least. <laughs> so, I mean, it would be a lot easier because then because these are times when you've met up with them. That this is why the coffee date gets a bad rap, but I think it's excellent because for a first time date, yeah, for a first time date because otherwise, like even if it's somebody that you've met before, but it's like, oh, now you all of a sudden realize that this person is interested in maybe you know, dating you, I still think that you should do like a coffee date or something like that because, you know, who knows? What about a group hang? Group hangs are for uh, 19-year-olds, not 41-year-olds. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. The group hang is for like the third date actually because you want the person to meet your friends or you want to meet their friends so you can get a better idea of who they are before you sleep with them. Mm. And yes, I'm putting off sex. A few dates. Okay. Yeah. You're a three date. Oh of? no, I'm a more than three date. Oh. Now okay. I am. Now you. I used to be like second date. Okay. <laughs> I'm reformed. <laughs> what is it? Is the forty year old reformed? Oh, there you go. Yes. Anything less than fifteen dates, and I question her morals. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Yeah. I question his too. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't know what to say. I have nothing. I got. Mm -hmm. I literally have nothing here. Uh, how about one. you? How's how's your dating life going? It, it goes. Mm -hmm. It is. So. Anybody new and interesting? Nah, we'll leave that alone. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We'll come back to that at another time off air. Oh. Yes. Can we episode thirty eight? We'll talk about it. Yes, episode thirty eight. <laughs> okay, Perfect. Okay. There we go. Exactly. Yes. Going yeah. back in time. Um. Uh, you asked about my dating life. That's I asked true. About that's, yours. Well, you could have gone to Nate. I could have, mm. but why? But, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, well, there I go. think he was trying. To, so, I, Nate, what about your dating life? No, I wasn't got actually a, going. Got to. a group hang later. There, there you go. go. 19 year old? Yeah, she is 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's on brand. <laughs> oh, God. Always keeping it on so brand. So, let's let uh, big award shows happen this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I want to get this out. Let's talk about the Razzies. Yes. And thought, what I thought we were going Independent Spirit Awards. Oh, that, that happened too? It's always the night before the Oscars. Oh. My, my Lady Love hosted it. Oh, that's you, right. You, she also, did. your new Lady Love, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, Aubrey mm -hmm. Plaza. Hold on. Oh. She did. I did not watch that, so. I do they? Oh, IFC airs it. The Razzies, no, they don't air, though. Which no, is they a don't. shame. Which they should. Oh, that'd be so great. So, <laughs> yeah, Trump, Trump pulled down two awards for it. 
which is funny. Worst actor, which I don't think he should have won for a documentary. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I like, like I like the the he, other one that he won for a worst on screen duo. It was yes. him and his pettiness, his self perpetuating pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melissa McCarthy pulled off the two for the very rare twofer of getting the uh, worst, getting nominated for a Razzie, and then the next night getting nominated for an Academy Award. That is true. Sandra Bullock actually won both, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but um, Eddie Murphy also did. The year that he got nominated for Dreamgirls, he was nominated for worst for he, Razzie Dave. for something. Meet Dave could have been. Or it could have been Norbit. I don't remember what. Probably Norbit. Whatever came out the same bad. year is is because Dream Girls. I think not, it was Meet Dave yeah. that year because he got twenty million dollars to do Meet Dave. Mm. Yeah, he's he's. And I've said Meet Dave five times now. He's not struggling financially, that Eddie Murphy, but he does have ten kids. Jesus. Ten kids. Yeah, like one with Scary Spice. Yep. One with his like his new wife. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of kids. Mm. Good for. I just think at one point you'd be like, you know what, that's enough. And now the the the, the Beverly. Hills Cop reboot or is it going to be a reboot or a fourth one? I think it's a technically going to be a fourth one, but probably a reboot because they want to make it. He's d- in it darker again because three. It, by the time three came around, it was a comedy, which was just yeah. stupid. I mean, they were all comedy, but they were but still more darker. Yeah, he wanted that whole family vibe thing. Going I mean, it's on. the same thing where the Lethal Weapon's the same thing. Yeah. The first Lethal Weapon was super dark. Yeah. Second one was I mean, dark like too. he spends the whole movie trying to kill himself. Mm-hmm. But then by three and four, like when like Joe Pesci is the like comic relief and Joe Pesci comes in the second one. But like by the third and fourth, like he's yeah. only there for com- like comedy. Well, he's got that bleach blonde hair. Yeah, that's just yeah, oof. wrong. On him. Well, the you you sending me the the list of or us the list of the Razzies showed me informed me that I I had no idea that Kevin Connolly directed Gotti. Yeah. Yep. If if you guys don't realize that's E from Entourage <laughs> directed <Yeah>. Gotti. <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, things in that. Well, he directed a lot of Entourage. I know he Epis- did. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm, so that kind of surprises me that he directed. He, uh, but hey, a paycheck's a paycheck. I saw two of the Razzie movies. Okay, which oh, ones? Happy I saw Jurassic World, mm-hmm. where Just, that- Justice Smith was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor, yeah. and Joel McHale for The Happy Time Murders. And Melissa McCarthy for Happy yep. Time Murders. Yeah. Which, which was, is a shame that that trailer. The trailer was the movie. We like, saw it before we saw Deadpool last year. The happy, oh, yeah. ha- happy time or happy land. Uh, happy time. Happy, happy t- time. Like it was the the um, red. Um, what do they call that when it's the yeah. like R rated trailer, band. red band trailer? Because it was before Deadpool, and like it was hysterical. Yeah. But I guess like the only funny things from the movie were in the trailer. Mm. It was, and that yes, very That's much. True. So. Actually, I've seen three. I saw Peppermint as well. Hmm. I don't think Jennifer Garner deserved the nomination. Oh, I forgot though. about that. I feel like a lot of times it's it's about the movie. The movie wasn't that bad, <laughs> really? to be honest with you. No, it was it was a good little action movie that she was able to hold. Like uh, pe- people seem to forget that she was Alias. Well, I, no, I, that she was an like she was an action star for it, quite a while. No, no, it's not that. It's just like that was TV. It's a little bit different than. Yeah, I know. You know, less female to run an action movie on her own was uh, Scarlett Johansson really for Lucy and. Oh yeah. They they pushed the Black Widow, like yeah, solo project, a couple times, but <laughs> I think you know that'll come out eventually. Well, we've got Captain Marvel, you know, starring exactly. Brie Larson. So. Oh, the white men are up in oh, arms about that. Very up in arms. Why again are they up in arms? Well, I don't know. White men, you tell me. There's nothing more fragile than white men. We can attest to this. Oh yes, very much. Uh, so. But it's it's a subsection. It's the it's the Gamergate people. It's not everybody. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But it's that what they take offense is not that it's a movie about a woman, about a female superhero starring a woman, because 
they're all comic book people. They, they're familiar who Captain Marvel is. Right. They just don't like the, um, I guess, in all, um, a lot of her, Brie Larson, a lot of the press for it has been doing a lot about women's power and this and that. And they, and she's been talking a lot about Me Too, and now, now everybody's accusing her of being anti-man. Oh. Not the movie. Nothing. This has nothing to do with Just the movie. Her. They want to boycott it because of her. Oh, okay. Because well, like, and she, she, okay. she mentioned out loud that she, she realized like because this was the biggest movie she's done a press junket for. Right. Basically about how a majority of the journalists were white men. Yeah. And she just she said that she'd like to see more diversity. In yeah. nothing against the men who were already on the junket. Right. Just that she would really like to see more people of color and more women. On, on these junkets because she knows that those journalists are out there and they just, this, you know, these, I don't even like to call them men, but things just jumped all over that. Oh, yeah. so just the, so being the like, trolls. Being like, trolls. Yeah, the trolls. Yeah. Reddit, Reddit yeah. was... Uh... Yeah, is like, that's all they started harping on. You don't like, you don't want men. She, she doesn't want men on this thing and there's too many, oh, blah, 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 blah. People don't really listen to people talking sometimes. These are the same people. They hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that ask why there's not a White History Month. Yes. Or why there is That's a, a good question. Why is there not? I'm just... I, it's the same thing. I'll tell you what my mom said to me when I was a child. Head in hand. When I, when, when, on Mother's Day, when I asked my mom why there wasn't a Children's Day, and her response is, every day is Children's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good so one. So that's why there's, there's 11 White History Months. Yes. And, and they really kind of creeped in on this one, too. And they gave him the shortest month. Yes. <laughs> this was a bad Black History Month. Oh, we got off to a real bad start. Yeah. Oh, the first week was, uh, it was, the first four or five days, it was the J-Lo at the, at the Grammys doing right. the, and then it was doing Liam the Neeson, and With, then oh, yeah, the Liam. Jesse stuff came on later. Yep. Yeah. Mark <laughs> Kelly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of waiting. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, there was a lot of controversy going on. So and now oh and then we have a Green Book winning. Oh yeah. I will say this: Seth MacFarlane had a great tweet about that. Um, I think I saw that one. And too. I feel like I should read it out, but basically that Hollywood's all up in arms that Hollywood voted. Holly- that that Hollywood gave its biggest honor to Green Book the way that Hollywood <laughs> like it. I just was like, that's Hollywood's angry at Hollywood for giving Hollywood's movie. <laughs> An Oscar or something like that. I love that Spike Lee walked out. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hollywood is so mad at Hollywood after Hollywood gave Green Book Best Picture. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's kind of the truth. Like, uh, I mean, I, whatever. I, I didn't see Green Book. I saw some other films that were on the list of Best Pictures, and I felt that they should win. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was bigger on them. Uh, so, anyway, I don't want to get... I like Spike Lee's comment. I did too. Which one? The one about like if there's a movie nominated about someone driving someone, I'm gonna lose an Oscar. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, then there was he tried to leave when it was nom- when it won. Like he got up and left but, his seat, but they wouldn't let. Like there's a photo an above shot where you can because he's wearing a purple suit. He's yeah. Spot. He's walking up the aisle as the Green Book people are walking up on stage, but mm-hmm. I guess they told him he had to go sit back down. That's kind of, you know. I can understand being angry and whatnot. Eddie Murphy left when he didn't win Best Supporting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that, that's like being petty and petulant child because you didn't win. Like Spike Lee was like, this is more of a statement that Green Book had no business winning. Yeah. Right. I think it wasn't necessarily just because of that. It was that that his, his it wasn't about 
his film not winning. It, it was, was about, about Green, Green Book, Book winning. winning. Yeah. And because of all the stuff that has come out since I yet, then. I don't yeah. even know. I haven't seen it, so I don't even know. I can't make a comment on it. But from and what I've heard yeah. kind of thing. And also what, I, what I've heard, you know, that, that Dr. Shirley's family wasn't consulted about this no, at all. No, it wasn't very accurate. And then it was, and it was coming out that, like, they didn't even do their due diligence being like, I didn't know his family was live, blah, blah, blah. Also, well, that's person. bad. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, they were basically going off of only the story of the, and I don't even know the character's name, the, the, white, the white driver, Viggo Mortensen's character, yeah. um, off of his family's story, which I get. Like, that's... That's what you're going off of, but you should do your due diligence and find the, those things out. So, you know, and I have mixed feelings because also my friend Don is in the film and he's got a good role. And it's like Don and I were like down and out working at St. Felix together, like making no money. And this this like past like like year and a half, like Don's had like a really good year. So like to get cast, like to be going from like nowhere in his comedy career and acting career, not nowhere. Sorry, Don. Um, but, you know, struggling to all of a sudden being cast in an Academy Award winning film and, you know, you know, getting to do what he loves to do. Sure. And, like, I, I don't want to slap him in the face being like, well, everybody hates your film. But Old I, white people don't. Yeah. Well, there's plenty. plenty of, well, I, I, I don't know. That's a joke. <laughs> I didn't see the film. I didn't see the film. I get, I, you know, I just, I understand where... Anyway, I, would, I, would, I should stop talking. I would love to have been into that, that um, Academy meeting when they were brainstorming who should um, announce earlier in the show when they announced the best pictures to show clips. And they're mm -hmm. like, who should we get to announce this? I know Representative John Lewis, the man who walked with Martin Luther King. Let's get him to announce this one. Yeah. 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 He seemed uncomfortable up there. But, but I mean, he was uncomfortable, I'm sure, because he's not used to be on a, on a stage and award show. That's true. Yeah. Not, not because of the, I mean, if he, he could have said no. He could have, yeah, and I think he would have be a man who would say no. Probably, you know. Yeah. I don't think I don't think many people force John Lewis to do things he doesn't want him to do. No, nope. no, you just. Yeah. What did you think about it not having a host? I, I liked it. it. <laughs> I think that they should. And there was a lot of people that said this every year. Should just have Tina, Amy, and Maya do the first award and just do an extended bit like. There's wasn't as long as a as a monologue, mm -hmm. right? But it was longer than a, your usual presentation. It doesn't have to be them necessarily. I just love the three of them. I do too. Like they did it just long enough that it wasn't like you know Billy Crystal's opening used to be like twenty minutes long. They were yeah. good, but they were like twenty minutes. Hugh long. Jackman had a long opening. Yeah, well, they would have song and dance guys. Neil Patrick Harris did the same thing. <sighs> but the bits, like, and my mom and I were talking about it. I don't know if you guys remember the Letterman year. It was like nine. Oh. Uma, Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> that that was and the, hey kids. Have you met Keanu? Which was stupid, but then it got really bad when he brought out the stupid pet tricks. Like, you remember, he brought out, like, there was a dog I doing... I blocked that out of my it, memory. It was such, like, a Letterman thing to do, because he was just doing his, his material, yeah. but that doesn't work on that stage. No. Yeah. Even Jon Stewart, who I think is just the best, he struggled on that, because it's not a... You're confined. You can't do your... Oh, you, like, Conan, too. I, I, mm -hmm. did Conan, I know Conan did the Emmys a few times. I don't remember if he did the Oscars. Yeah. I know but Steve like, Martin did. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin did together. Uh, Steve Martin did alone. He almost got... Russell Crowe was ready to kill, kill him. Oh, it that's like, right. Then you had Seth MacFarlane's mm -hmm. horrible I thought song he, and dance. Well, he's... Boobies. Oh, then. Yeah, yeah that, that was an awkward. Yeah. I saw your boobies. I saw your... Whatever the hell... That's kind of true, though. <laughs> everything's better than uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, 
Was James it Franco. James Franco. She she did a she did a great yeah, post. Funny. She did a great post on Instagram. Basically, it was a picture of the two of them from hosting the Oscars, and she was like, "No matter what happens tonight, the worst Academy Awards has already happened." Yeah. <laughs> like basically, and it was but, just perfect. She was like, "Yeah, I'm calling it." Bless her heart. She tried. James Franco was the one. Ugh. Like he was just clearly not only stoned, but like that stoned where you just are like falling asleep. My opinion is that he's lazy as fuck. That too. I think he is. I think he is lazy as fuck. He he reached a certain place and he's able to coast right now. Yeah. Well, That's my opinion. That's a reason. I, I I don't think he has much of a choice about coasting now, for the, at least for another three or four years. Yeah. He's got to live under the radar for a while. He does. Yeah. Well, I mean, he should. He, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Nope. So nope. maybe he can go get his PhD while he has all this time on his hand. Maybe he can go get himself a new you know, sense of character and good Ooh. morals and values. Yeah, I don't think he can get that after the kind of stuff you do there. At least we have Dave Franco. He's delightful. He is kind of fun. I love Dave Franco. He's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Wonderful in 21 Jump Street. Was he? I didn't see 21 Jump Street. Yeah. 22 Jump Street, too. Was he in both? I he didn't was, see well, he was in prison in the second one. Um, and then on the other, another star of 21 Jump Street, Brie Larson. Brought it back. Oh, look Oops. at you. You're all, you love hitting that mic. I do. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to get rid of that guard for you. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Probably doesn't need it. Probably doesn't. I don't think, I technically I don't think so either. I, eh, whatever. I'll try not to cough and get, you know, things on it. No, I appreciate that. It is your, your kind of mic, so it's okay. No one it, else uses it, uses it. It was also fun the way that all of the winners from Bohemian Rhapsody were able to completely ignore Brian Singer, but not make it, like, awkwardly ignoring him. Like, because every... There's, like, they were tap dancing around it. Not a single person mentioned, mentioned him with, right. yeah. with good reason. But um, but that's... I mean, obviously, everybody knew. It was, it was obvious they were doing it because people were, like, waiting for them to be like, oh, are they going to mention Brian Singer? Yeah. No. I don't think any of the... I think they all have PTSD from Brian Singer, too. Yeah. I, I, heard he, I heard he was I mean, also he didn't, horrible He didn't even finish the that. movie. Like, no. it's not like he... Yeah. It was like not only like I think the main reason he was fired was because he was so terrible. The movie was terrible. And I heard that like I think it won for best editing. Yeah, and, that and they they used that one scene which is a sta- it's them sitting around the table terrible. and like they people that know that appreciate no one appreciate editing in movies mm-hmm. have been making fun of that specific scene since yeah. the movie came out because it it just it's just these really quick cuts around a table yeah. and they're so quick it, it's like whiplash and then at one point they even cut to an empty chair and like editors online people who actually are editors were like what the fuck was that yeah. and but then they're, they're saying that it's probably because like there was so little to work with at times like the, the editors were really trying like what they were able to squeeze out of that fucking lemon is yeah. amazing and people were joking that it won sound mixing and sound editing, and people were like, "You just hit play on a Queen album." <laughs> I know. I he, know. He deserved. Rami Malek deserved it. He was fantastic. Yes. Well, I don't oh. know about deserved it, but he, of all the awards that it got, like he was the best part for sure. Right. But I mean, he, yeah. But everything else was a joke. You don't think uh, Christian Bale deserved it for Vice? I didn't see Vice. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but I could see Christian Bale winning it too, though. Right? Do you, does that make sense? I think because like, he won last year. It's one of those ones yeah. where you got yours, mm-hmm. even though you don't. It's kind of like the makeup for Denzel Washington. Yeah. For not getting it for Hurricane and then giving it to him for um, Training Day. Oh, Training Day. Yeah. Same with uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, he didn't I, get it for the informant, so they gave it to him. Not the informant. Um, what was it called? The one where he's the whistleblower. 
Oh, yeah. The informant was that awful Matt Damon. The, yeah. Movie. No. Um, but the, anyway, that's why he got Gladiator, because he should have won the year before. And he should have yeah. won for Beautiful Mind instead of for Gladiator. It's like one of those yeah. ones. Yeah. They could have flip-flopped those years, and it would have been... They couldn't have thrown Glenn Close a bone? Oh. oh I know. 71 years old. He's not going to have that many more chances. Plus, I also... I saw The Wife last week, and it is excellent. Right. Like, yeah. it is an excellent piece of drama, of movie-making, of storytelling, I highly recommend people see it. Glenn Close is, is incredible. Jonathan Price is wonderful. It's just it's just wonderful movie making. And at the same time, I also saw The Favorite too. Oh yeah. And I was delighted that Olivia Coleman won. And her speech is the best. She was great. I think she's like the best Oscar speech I've delightful. ever heard because it really was. It was delightful. It was heartfelt. It was funny. And one thing I realized, and I don't know if. While while the favorite wasn't necessarily a comedy, it wasn't a drama either. Like you would call it like a dramedy in uh, in that sense. And her and she played it was more of a comedic role in that sense. Now usually, best actresses do not win for comedy roles. No, you win for drama. You can win best supporting actress for a comedy role, but you don't win. Best actress for you, you win for making yourself ugly. That's yep, the you rule. make it, you make it ugly and for making people cry. Yeah, and that's what you do. And so she won for being funny. Like even when they showed her clip, it was a funny clip, yeah. and everybody laughed in that audience. Yeah. So I was really I was very happy for that. Being somebody who enjoys comedy and has a strength yeah. in that sense, uh, I appreciated that. And I, and then she was and then she went up there and she was naturally hilarious. She was great. Yeah. But uh, I mean, how many more chances do we think Glenn Close is going to get? She got two more in her. You think so? They yeah. better give her one next time. She is. Uh, She'll get the lifetime achievement. That, no, that, she I, needs to win one. No, I know, I know. How many has Meryl won? Five or six. But she's been nominated like 25 times. Right. Also, you know, some an interesting stat I heard that um, Jennifer Lawrence won more Oscars in her 20s than any African-American woman has won at Best, best Actress Ever. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was reading about the, uh, uh, when Hattie McDaniel, the one who won the woman mm -hmm. first African-American to ever win a Academy Award for Gone with the Wind, mm -hmm. the, um, that year, the, the, this, um, Sorry, ceremony geez. was held at the, uh, Coconut, uh, Grove at the old Ambassador Hotel. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sorry to cut you off, but Meryl Streep won three. Just oh. to, that's it? That's it. That's surprising. The two best actresses and one best supporting. Given how many times she's been nominated, uh, that's shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, but the Coconut Grove, Coconut Grove, yeah, yeah. Uh, had a no blacks policy. Oh, so she wasn't. They weren't going to let her in. The studio basically was fought with the hotel and said you're going to let her in, but they. It was in a big ballroom, like right. with with tables, not a not seats like a like a theater. Gone with the Wind, the table was up front with Vivian Lee and Clark Gable. She was put at a table in the very back, pushed up against a wall <gasps> with just her and and like an assistant. No. Yeah, and so she when no. she won, she had to walk through this entire ballroom from the back. I'm, I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised. No. And oh. 21 nominations. Three. That's a. That's not a good percentage. Stugatz likes to say about her. Her batting average isn't very high. Yeah. Well, uh, Glenn Close is 0 for 7. She has the most nominations without a win. Mm -hmm. 0 for 8 now. I thought. Or is it I think this was the. It could be. But then second place surprised me is Jessica Chastain. She's been nominated six times, hasn't won. I did not know that. Who knew? She is great. She's great. Yeah. I, I, you know, for some reason, I don't know. I wasn't as big of a Chastain fan at the beginning of her career. But then the more I watched the more of her stuff, I was like, oh, 
Oh, she's fucking awesome. I mean, if we're picking sides, I'm a Bryce Dallas Howard fan. No, then, then yeah, no, I'm a, I'm I, a Chastain fan. I like fan. that they totally turn into the, like, they're they're all in when the, the joke's about them looking the same. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, they'll always be posting <laughs> things of the other person. Like, at least they're not offended by it in any way. You have to. You yeah. have to be okay with it. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, life's going to be really hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, you just lean in. <laughs> lean into it. Did you see that it didn't make the broadcast that uh, Rami Malek fell off the stage? Uh, no! I did hear about it was that. After, after the show, he was up on stage taking photos, and he fell off, mm. and he had to, they called, the, like, an ambulance came. No, is he okay? Yeah, I, he got up, yeah. Oh <laughs> and the people are just blown away. Like, I guess a lot of people did not know that he has an identical twin. Oh, yeah, no. And the twin was on the carpet with him. Aww. And I only, and I knew that because I actually, in, in one of my many, many uh, YouTube uh, rabbit holes, mm-hmm. uh, I found an old clip of him on Graham Norton mm-hmm. where he was tell, talking about his twin brother. His twin brother's name is Sammy, so it's Rami and Sammy. Oh, my God. Funny if his name was pronounced Rami, but um, <laughs> his, and, uh, Sammy is a teacher. Mm-hmm. And when I guess when Sammy was in college, he was in a Greek studies class and had to give like a, a uh, basically a speech to the entire this entire lecture hall and he had Rami do it for him. <gasps> Rami did like a um, a Greek scene uh-huh. like from a I, he didn't specify which it was, but like he did it he just Rami was like he's like yeah I'll do it. I'll go ahead. So he does this scene in front of this entire lecture hall. The place goes crazy and the professor thought he was so great. The professor asked if he could do it for another class. The professor still thought it was Sammy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. wonderful. I yeah. love it. You hear yeah, that doesn't I mean he's not the only one that got a little credit. Chris Evans for helping out yeah. um, for the best... For Regina King, because yep. she was starting to trip. Yep. And then somebody pulled up. He did the exact same thing to um, uh, Betty White at some Betty White tribute years ago. I, for whatever reason, they put Chris Evans up front by the stairs. They should. He's the gentleman. He is. He I, love, I, love me some, I love some Chris Evans. Uh, I'm, that, I, won't, that, I won't lie. He's, that should be his job, is just helping... He's a cutie pie. And I, I, I feel like he also did helped out Jennifer Lawrence when she fell up the steps. She's fallen up the steps several times, but one of the times I feel like he was there for her. So they just put him up front. Dude, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They should just put him in front of every door and every like staircase helping women. <laughs> and he should be wearing the Captain America outfit. <laughs> like, please. Oh At least the God. shield. At least the shield. Yeah. No, he's got to wear that bodysuit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. You know, I, his, his brother used to come into the bar. Yeah. I don't give a shit about his brother. What? All right. He doesn't give a shit about you. Exactly. Wow. Well, Chris Pine doesn't. I mean, Chris, what, Evans, what, whichever Chris it is, Hemsworth, I don't yeah. know. Which Chris are we talking about? It doesn't matter what anymore. Is it? It's Pine, Evans. Hemsworth. Uh, Pratt. Pratt. Pratt, that's it. God, so many. Well, because I also just watched Chris Pine and the Star Trek movies were on this oh. past weekend. And I went into a Star Trek I like hole. Chris Pine. He's, yeah. he's good. I saw what was it, when he was the shoreman or the Coast Guard. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Oh, Which was kind of anticlimactic in the sense. I'm like, oh, they, they survived. I was, <laughs> I was, I'm like, it wasn't awesome. perfect storm like yeah. when they die. No, but, <laughs> it's, it's, but that's equally, spoiler. As, it's equally as disappointing when you know they're all going to die. It's true. Like, well, based on a true story, well, then yeah. you're like, oh, I already Look know this. Look at the Titanic. Well, you knew Apollo 13. You knew they were going to live. Well, Titanic, though, because they weren't real character they weren't real historical people they were like a combination of a several so you didn't know for sure if they were going to live or die i have a child <laughs> thank you but like you know but, but yeah, I, apollo 13 you, historical movies you generally know what's going to happen it's it's but still i find apollo 13 every time to still be an incredibly exciting movie even ron though ron howard is a masterful movie maker yeah it's fallen off a little bit yeah maybe 
But the funny thing about Titanic is the theory of Jack, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, is a time traveler. I see. I what? Are you, what? It makes Who's... the movie so much more entertaining. If you if you think that he's that, well, he's talking about things that didn't exist. In like, there. I've I've honestly I've only seen the movie maybe twice because I fucking hate it. I've only seen it once, so. And I hate the Celine Dion song that goes along with it. And I love I am cheesy, and I love me some other Celine Dion. In fact, sometimes I will play it in spin class, because and, and and people will go yeah, and I'm like I'm amazed. Like it's one of those things. Like yes, we can embrace this nerdiness, but Titanic is just that one thing. I'm like nope. Mm -mm. I actually saw yesterday, yesterday was the um, anniversary of the sinking of the HMS um, Britannic, which was the sister ship of Titanic. Uh -huh. Right. Like the White Star Line built three. They built the Titanic, the other one, the, all the three of them had names of giant things. Yeah. Right. Like Titanic, then the other one, those, those both. both became cruise ships. Right. The Britannic was built to become a cruise ship, and it was actually bigger and better than the Titanic. They said everything about it. It was more expensive, everything, and they fixed all the things that... Made the Titanic mm -hmm. unsafe. Yeah. Was the was the other one the Lusitania? No, that no. was a that no. Was, that was a that was a different ship. Okay. Didn't Lusitania right. got got sunk, sunk by yeah. a U-boat? Yeah. yeah, but that's just that's yeah. uh, the Britannic was a cruise ship, and he was it was right. um, but it, it it set sail in 1915, so it actually had to be used as a cargo ship for World War One. It also was sunk by a by a mine, but the crazy thing, so it became it was a it was a ship. So it was this beautiful cruise ship, but it was used for for um, as a hospital. It was a floating hospital ah. in World War One. But but the photos of it, it was built like the Titanic. So it had this amazing, beautiful grand staircase, right? First class, everything. But it was being used as a hospital, which was crazy. That would be one haunted boat eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost yeah. ship. But then, but fortunately, it it hit a mine in like the Mediterranean. Olympic. Yes, they all had huge, big, yes. yes. Ah. Um, it hit a mine, but because it was built so much safer than the Titanic, only 30 people died. A thousand were saved. Oh, damn. Wow, like, they okay. knew exactly what to do. Mm. Yeah, well, I would certainly hope that the Titanic would yeah. teach people a lot of lessons. This, this one had lifeboats. Woo! And they let people on the lifeboats. Ooh. Yeah. Not just, not just, I have a child. And none of the towers came down and killed Leonardo DiCaprio's friend. You mean the fake one? Fake one. Oh, oh yeah, the, the, the one, that one smokestack yeah. was because it was unbalanced looking. They mm -hmm. put a, a fake smokestack on top of oh. the Titanic, and that's the one that fell off. Poor Danny Nucci. No, oh. never, never saw it coming. Well, you know, I'd rather die that way than freeze to death in the water. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, well, if that's the way you're gonna go. I mean, oh, that was the another thing they were saying that the another thing that helps people survive the Britannic uh, sinking was that the temperature was 70 degrees as opposed to minus seven. Yeah, yeah. it helps. Yeah, I would imagine, you know, warmer waters might be nice, but yeah. it, it's like the the Indianapolis. I believe that was World War Two as well. Mm -hmm. the, the sinking, the Nick Cage movie. You saw that one. Yeah, before. yeah. And it was a movie I thought of. Oh, that would be a good one. That's where it, it was sunk during World War Two, and the whole everyone jumped off board, but were eaten by tiger sharks. <laughs> That's the the amazing speech from Jaws. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh. You know, like it was. I, I forget what the numbers were, but it was something like hundreds of people, and then there was like 30 people who survived the night of a shark attacks. Oh, my gosh. And this is why I don't go on boats. I don't blame... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they... they I, the ocean's scary. It is scary. <laughs> I, I, I used to be all for boats, and the older I've gotten, like the more like 
not just stories I've heard, but experiences I've had. And I'm just kind of like, oh, you know what? I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, so the ocean, or is it more lakes, and or just any body of water? Lake, lakes, I'm okay with. The, <laughs> the, it, the ocean, the power of the ocean. Like, people just don't, I think a lot of people don't realize, like, how fucking large and powerful that ocean is. Well, and, and I'm not being trite. Like, dude. Yeah. This is I mean, I'd be insane. scared, too, of falling off it. Like when you came to the edge of the earth. <laughs> okay, yeah. Kyrie. The uh, but even once you get to the Great Lakes, those are basically oceans. Mm-hmm. Even the storms that the Great Lakes have yeah. are insane. Like, I mean, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Kids, if you haven't heard about the Edmund Fitzgerald, look it up. Oh damn it! I have to Google. It's something. a song too. Just listen to the song. Okay. There's actually some great. There's some great shows on like the History Channel about shipwrecks in uh, Lake Michigan and Lake yeah. Superior. It's, there's it's, been a lot. There's been a ton, and and eerie because of going back between Toronto and Buffalo. There's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's it's pretty, dude. There's a lot of business that happens on those Great Lakes. But yeah, but, yeah, like drug dealing, alcohol shipments from the 1920s. <laughs> those Canadians, yeah, shipping in their whiskey. I, I would have been made. I would have made money that way. Hell yeah, stupid <laughs> Americans. Well. Yeah, I guess that continues. Stupid Americans. Stupid Americans, yeah. This is America. So. Yep. Wow, you had to get all political. Jeez. You have to. Always do. Come on. We have to have our, like, five seconds of political talk. I mean, I already started off with cults. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, how many people believe they're Jesus in this country? Oh, man. A few? I, w- I would just say a few. I mean... Why do you think there's so much interest in Jerusalem yeah. by Republicans? Oh, I... You know, it's the, the... He's coming back, y'all. Oh, he, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, you do realize he comes back, it, it's all over. Like, in, in your book that you mm-hmm. believe is a true story, um, you open that and you go to the, the end of days, and they're like, we want that, that, that mosque turned into uh, a temple... So when he returns... Back into a temple. Yeah. With their false deity, which we kind of have right now as president. You know, it's this weirdness where I'm like, do the religious people actually think the end of days are coming? Yes. And I think they do. The evan- evangelicals do. Especially them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if Catholics are all that into it, but the evangelicals I don't think anyone do. should be all that into it. I mean, that's that's it. It's all it's game over for planet Earth mm-hmm. in, in this theory. So why do you want to see it end? This is just an odd question for those people who might be. None of our listeners. They are all think they're getting super raptured. They, they, they think they're making it. I hope they do. I so we'll be stuck here without them. I'm cool with that. Okay. I that makes me reminds me of like the last season, maybe even like the last episode of The Fl- Leftovers, and they've got they kind of like go back in time to this a doomsday cult. And those cults of and these people who would go up on their roof and wait, and they kept they kept being told when the the end of days was coming, and this was probably back in like the early eighteen hundreds or something like that in America, and so but it still was just never happening, and and it was very interesting. It was a it was an interesting way to start off this one episode of the leftovers. It was definitely in the last season because I watched it again 
I, I didn't watch the second season, but I watched the last season of The Leftovers. Yeah. I don't know. I was very. I thought the last season was great. Still weird. It still doesn't answer a lot of things. But at the same time, I go, if you've lived through watching Lost, I think you can deal well with disappointment. You right. know, as long as it's not on that scale. <laughs> the uh, funny you say that the only episode of Lost I've ever seen was the finale. Really? Same here. Not a, yeah, same mm. thing. Breaking Bad too. Only saw the finale. No. Well, I also I didn't see every episode of Lost. I watched the first two seasons and then I stopped, and then I was living with my ex at the time Chad. that that the that the last season. So I kind of watched the last season and then the last episode. He was so pissed at the last oh, episode. Everybody was. There were so many I've, people were. And I still was just kind of like, meh. I, did, I don't think I've ever heard of a person enjoying that finale. Apparently not. Up there with, uh, well, even Sopranos, you find people are like, nah, I liked it. Yeah. But no. That and uh, Lost and Seinfeld are the two that everybody hates. Yeah. Well, people who so, were invested in those. Yeah, series. but it's which is weird about Seinfeld because it's hard. Sopranos it's hard to be, you're not invested into a sitcom that much. They just thought it was not done well. Yeah. I thought Sopranos was one of those that people weren't happy with the ending. You just said that. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, damn it. You were just writing and in. Your I was. Own world. I was in my own world. You were. Damn it. He just said that. I actually. I. I, I thought, thought it, I heard that. I'm like, did you say Sopranos? I honestly thought what you were about to do is say that and then end the show like mid sentence. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. would it, see. That would have been a good time to I do that. I know. But we have a new segment that we're going to do, so I have to hold off on that one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so Hugh's idiotic ideas of trying to figure out things in the process of not listening to what Nate has to say <laughs> has become a thing. I mean, you... Since when? I mean, since always. Well, no, my multitask multitasking is not a skill that I have. No, you no. should leave that to the women's. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. Our tens of listeners would have thought that their, like, Apple podcast thing stopped. <laughs> just, like, just like everybody in America thought their cable went out when The Sopranos ended. Yes. Was that a thing? That was the thing. A lot of people it, thought it. It yeah. went to black. They yeah. just they thought yeah they thought that their cable or, or yeah, satellite thought, fucked up. Yeah, well, a lot of people thought that. In a way, that's a great way of. I know, I think it's brilliant. They yeah. Granted, I was not invested in the show. Nor, I have not watched. Nor was I. I, I had lost so. track by then. Like, I mean, I, I watched it earlier, but I I didn't. I it was it was seven seasons long. I probably ended somewhere yeah. around three or four. Yeah. Just like with uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy is getting over there. I mean, it's like 15 years. Yeah, next year it'll be the longest uh, running medical drama. Yep. That's, in, what is in, it, 15 in, years now? In America. Yeah, it's passing ER. Jesus. In America, Britain oh, has right. a uh, show called Casualty that oh. uh, we looked up recently. Uh -huh. uh, it is in its 32nd season. What? So it's got, it's got some... So, we're going to need about six, if, if Ellen Pompeo has a dinner, she's going to need about 17 more years of uh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but is casualty more of a, like a nighttime soap, or is it more like a procedural It's a procedural. Soap? It's not oh. like, because, I mean, yeah, because that's why soap operas don't count. Like when we okay. say like a, a yeah. soap's been on for 40 years, it doesn't count. Like, so is EastEnders a soap? Eastern, Coronation Street is the oldest one. Oh, okay. EastEnders is the second oldest one. Uh, the oldest long-running show in history is actor, actually Doctor Who. Yeah. So, yeah. but that doesn't have the... There was, a, there was some time off. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's still the long... Oh, sure. By, by when it started to... Now. And that thing could go forever. It can. Yeah. Because you can... The way it's set up. Even though the fanboys, as you are up in arms about a, oh, God forbid, a female doctor of an alien that has two hearts and... <sighs> can be whatever it wants. Exactly. It should be too emotional. 
Absolutely. Way too emotional. Way too emotional, especially when you put her behind a keyboard on a screen in the <laughs> interwebs. Oh. Super emotional. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, so, okay, so so Coronation Street and EastEnders are soaps. Yes. And then Casualty is, no, a television show. It's, it's like show. a week. You could, and, and you it's can a serial. Yes, because it, it's like 32 seasons, but it's like 900 episodes, somewhere okay. in that range. Jesus. Like, when you're starting to talk about the soaps that are daily, yeah. like... They're in the tens of thousands of episodes because right. they're literally every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, so this one is a weekly procedural that's been nonstop for 32 Jesus years. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Has, is, is, is Casualty one of those shows that most, just like being in a Jane Austen um, movie, TV movie, everybody, every British actor has been, has every British actor been on Casualty once? Probably. Oh, I'd have to go through the IMDb of that one. <laughs> I'll go find out. Okay. You I'm just... not going to do that now. <laughs> so guys, they... <laughs> You, you want me lost. <laughs> that's a deep dive. Okay. Well, I mean, there's only just like a hundred British actors that anybody uses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, just just anybody that was in Harry Potter. Okay. Those are, those are the British actors of note. And Game of Thrones. Ooh. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Any other shows that we can think of that only British actors would be in? The Crown. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of... I guess, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, there's always, like, those uh, Dickens-type made-for-TV. Like, John Oliver was in some play-for-TV type thing. Yeah. Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders, yes. I think they're all, <laughs> if they're not all British, they're very good at doing that, doing accents. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't think. My brain, my brain is not working today. That's okay. Well, That's why we're here. Exactly. Mm, Ca- carry this to the end for me. Done. Because you haven't been doing it the whole time so far, so. Well, what's the new? Are we doing the new segment? The um. I I I can't use the name that I came up with with you. Oh. Um. So I thought, since Nate has been doing employees pick for the last few weeks, we were going to come up with something new. Okay. Uh, are you still watching? With Stacy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, are you still watching? Is essentially what are you going to do on your Sunday to fill the time and go the time the time the time. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did hear it. What oh, jeez? I don't even know what that was. Your, your face matches your shirt right now. And I'm like, what did I just? From? I heard it come out. Toy. Toy. I don't even know. I don't even know where. It came. What, what is that? <laughs> I was hoping you guys missed it. No, <laughs> no, I would no, absolutely not. not. Um, We're sharp today. Yes, exactly. I am not. It turns out. Help. Uh, and just what you're gonna do with a weekend and binge your way through, mm-hmm. uh, like an ep- a show, uh, essentially on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. That's Stacy's pick for this week. Oh, yeah. For what you're gonna do after you listen to this, well, I guess this is a, a waste of time for your hour <laughs> of the day, <laughs> listeners. Uh, but yeah, I was just wanted to see what you had for someone to watch this week. Oh. Well, it has gotten some buzz, so if you haven't watched it, the Netflix series You is actually very good. Mm. It stars uh, Gossip Girl's Pin Badgley, I think that's how you pronounce his Great last name. Great hair. Um, Elizabeth Lale, I don't know what she comes from, and also the wonderful um, Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars. And it's almost, my roommate put it the best, that it kind of sounds like Dexter. Because the main character, you hear his inner monologue. Yeah. And he's basically obsessed with 
um, the main character's woman, this girl, woman, young woman named Guinevere Beck. And she goes by Beck. And, but it's like, it's like, is he just obsessed? Is he stalking? Is he really in love with her? Like, what's going on? But then, and so you think it's just this thing about him, but there's, as the episodes go on, I can't tell you more, but it gets, it's like peeling back an onion. You realize that this is a lot more, there's a lot more going on here than you think. And not just him, but her friends, employers, like things like that. Like they're, you're just like, wait a minute, is he's not just the weird one. She's kind of weird too. And like friends and like, yeah. And so, and it's interesting getting to hear his inner monologue a la Dexter, and so it was kind of cool. I like it. And it was um, it was a show on Lifetime. Was it a show on Lifetime? Yeah, it, it aired this, the entire season that you're watching on Netflix. Uh-huh. Already aired on Lifetime. Lifetime oh. didn't know what to do with it, and it wasn't getting good ratings, so they just sold it to Netflix. Netflix just re-aired the season, blew up, and now that Netflix is doing a second season. Yep, they are doing a second season. And Penn so. Pen Badgley's hysterical because he got a lot of people tweeting at him about how like and love these women tweeting at him or how in love they are with his like him in the show and he oh keeps responding with dude. what are you talking about dude it's do so do not be in love with this man <gasps> no like and and it, it, ugh. It, those women need help but, oh those are the Ted Bundy girls like Ted Bundy that's exactly hot. what yeah. they are yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm like what has happened to society mm. in a way like, and then you go I think there's always been people like that there's I guess so always been people who are like that now they have a voice and it's very wrong mm-hmm I was really hoping you were going to say to binge Casualty, all 32 seasons. <laughs> can, I guess you have to get Brett you Box, gotta start, probably. Gotta start t- no, I looked it up. There's a uh, BBC has links where you can start from season one. Oh, my gosh. I so, do not think I want to You've got some free time this Sunday. <laughs> hey, this is my my thing. Although I didn't, I hadn't necessarily picked something right before. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm still finishing up you, so hey. And there you go. So there you go. Uh, where do, I, I put you right on the spot. You did put me on the spot. Well, I think everybody's watched Russian Doll. But if you haven't, there's a second one. Not. Russian not. Doll uh, on Netflix as well. Um, Natasha Leone, And it is mind-bending and incredible. It is not like Groundhog's Day. People want to say it's like Groundhog's Day. It's not like Groundhog's <laughs> Day okay. at all. So Russian Doll and you mm-hmm. are the suggestions of Stacey. I thought, yep. you know. She covers TV, you cover movies, and then... I think those are good. Yeah. And Russian Doll is half hour, whereas you is an hour, so there you go. Yeah, you're, there's your Sunday. Yep. And are you still watching is uh, just a reference to the fact that that comes up after three episodes of <laughs> shame? Mm-hmm. I think it's... Are you supposed to feel shame? I don't feel shame. I, I'm just asking. I, I, I'm right? a person who fully embraces my laziness. No, well, uh, No. Because that's why I watch Hulu, because it doesn't ask me anything. <laughs> it doesn't. Nor does Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's the worst. This is like, oh, I'm going to keep going until yep. you're done. It does. Yep. I don't watch more than three episodes, though. I can't binge shows. You can't? No, I get bored. If okay. it's an hour-long show, I get bored. Oh, I, can, I can binge, like, a half hour. Yeah. I always thought, uh, because, like, for sleeping, I'll, I'll keep something on. Mm-hmm. I've always yeah. enjoyed the Sherlock Holmes with Cumberbatch. Yeah. Because that's an hour and a half, so it's essentially a movie, and there's three of them. Mm-hmm. So I'll get a season when I'm out, and it won't, you know. That's what I do. There's a, on Amazon Prime, there's Quark Science, and it's like four different episodes. But two or three of the episodes are an hour and a half long, and it's all about science stuff. So that's one of those things I can put on and fall asleep and know that, like, yeah, three hours later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good. Nice. Usually it's just I fall asleep for half an hour and then I go, oh, I should do it. 
I probably should have told Nate there was going to be no employees pick, so I, I'm assuming you have one anyway. That's okay. Okay. That's all right. Just okay. save it. Save it Save it for next week? Sure. You're the worst producer in the entire world. Am I? Uh, no. There's I, I haven't gotten a Me Too movement yet. By oh, either of you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the lowest... Th- that's not even a bar for producers. So come on, let's not the, let's the, raise the it. bar it for Hugh is laying on the ground. <laughs> Apparently, yes, so. it's a it's a broomstick on the ground. <laughs> it's in the corner. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's standing still. It was that was one of my favorite things of one of the earthquakes. Like there's a pole that's in this living room. I not even mine. It's been here for five years, just sitting there. Is the only thing that fell down, and like that felt the face of my heater. Like heat. Your thermostat? Thank you. Fell off during an earthquake. And I'm like, oh, we will rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> Took a photo of that, did one of those. How big was that earthquake? Uh, it was one of the bigger ones, actually. I actually like felt it. 3.5? Uh, four, I think. Oh. It was nearby. It wasn't as big as the one in, uh, I was in Chula Vista. Mm. Mexico had a 7.8, I think, that mm-hmm. day. And for those of you who don't know California geography... Chula Vista is right on the border in San Diego. So yeah. I saw the wave in the road. Yeah. Wow. Like, I thought my car was breaking down because I was picking something up. And Ooh. then I was like, wow, it's really windy. Oh. And then I'm like, the roll through the street came. And I'm like, oh, it's an earthquake. As I don't, um, I obviously I don't want it to be too big, but I don't mind the, the rolly earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Like when you're like laying in bed and you, it, like small ones. Yeah. It's right. somewhat, yeah. you're like, it's kind of comfortable. The ones that are like the jarring. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not asking for some big earthquake because it's nice and relaxing, but right. the small ones aren't so bad. I remember the first one I felt in college, I was a freshman and I'd been out partying and then I came back to my room. My roommate was out and I'd gone to bed and then I woke up because I thought somebody had jumped onto onto my bed. Wow. So I thought I was being attacked. And and I woke right up and my bed is shaking. And then I realized, oh, it's just an earthquake. It was one of those things. I was so relieved it was an earthquake. Yeah. I was so glad it was an earthquake. I other girls were like freaking out and like crying. They're like, oh my God, because it was a whole bunch of freshman girls and a bunch of them never been in an earthquake. And I was like, oh, I'm not being raped. Oh, thank God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's a, there's a, another level to the earthquake. I get it because the, one of the first ones I felt, I thought people were having really loud sex upstairs oh from me. Oh yes, oh people are having <laughs> really loud sex versus I'm being violated. <laughs> yes, well, wow, not it's quite just, the same. Yeah. yeah, it's just the fear. He, he the can fear really factor. relate to you. For, you I know. cannot. He can, he can. I can always. Relate. I feel. I feel seen, Hugh. I feel seen. I was in a uh, a. I was in the theater seeing Hot Tub Time Machine in the middle of an earthquake. Oh, no, happened. you were not. In the middle of the movie. The lights came on and the, the, the movie went off. And it was a pretty full theater. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> We're like, should we leave? I mean, the earthquake's over. What? And then and then a few minutes later, the movie just came back on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always let... Because I had to do the earthquake... Vac, like, like the fire drill. They had an earthquake drills yeah. when I moved to San Diego. So I was just like... Uh, this desk is gonna save me from this roof collapsing on me. No, nope. and I'm like, no, I'll just go outside. And there's earthquakes are generally short enough that you don't have much time to. Mm-mm. No, the scariest ones in the Midwest. That I'm sure in, in Texas, the tornadoes. Like, yeah, like I, Missouri gets bad tornadoes too. Right. Those tornado drills are terrifying yeah. as a child because you have to go down. You go down to a basement. Mm-hmm. You you get down on your like almost in a praying right. position, but then you put your head down and put your hands behind your neck. Yeah, and then when you like, you know tornadoes are coming hours ahead of time. Right. And it's terrifying to know it's coming. 
But us, but you do, but you don't. Like there's tornado warnings. You got a tornado watch and a tornado warning, and most like ninety percent of the time, nothing happens. No. And then all of a sudden, something does. The interesting, I don't know about Missouri how many basements you have, but in Texas, we don't have basements. And it's the dumbest thing, because we should have basements because of fucking tornadoes. In mm. fact, a fucking tornado hit downtown Fort Worth, I think I was a junior in college, hit a block away from my father's office Oof. building. They had all gone down into the parking garage, because that's where they had to go. Right. He even saw this tornado kind of like going yeah, past. Yeah, crazy. It blew all the glass out of the skyscraper. Like the skyscraper was boarded up and they thought about, they were gonna try to implode it, but it was filled with asbestos. Ooh. So oh. they couldn't raise it. So they finally found people to like, I mean, it took over a decade to rebuild this thing. There was a church that was completely demolished. Ooh. Like it was, I remember going home and you could just see the swath, like the, the path that it took. But I was like, why don't we have Basements. That is surprising. Oh, I, I can actually tell you why there's no basements in those kind of areas. It's like there's no basements in California. Well, that's because of the earth. The earth, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the same. It's very like because it's a desert climate oh, in sense. Texas. No, it's not. Not in not in Dallas and Fort Worth. It's not yeah, desert. Our, El Paso is a desert. Okay. In Dallas and Fort Worth are not. Then you have lazy. I don't know what I don't know why they decided not to do it. I mean, because Especially. it wasn't very earthquake prone until they started fracking all the time either. Oh, so that's, so that's become a thing now. It's become a thing. Huh? There are a lot. There are a lot of earthquakes now in like Dallas, Oklahoma City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Getting more and more because of all we of that the fracking. Very, very huge. Yeah. One of the biggest faults in the country goes under Missouri. Mm -hmm. The um, yeah, it the, does. The New Madrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ended the show on a good one. <laughs> and Nate set it up for me. Bing! <laughs> <laughs>